Flesh time long time. 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 Hey there, sports fans. First time. Long time. I'm Tommy Fitzgerald. He's Richie Barone. Richie, how are you? Oh, sorry there. I uh I had my uh my big black dildo in my mouth for the for the opening oh. of the show. I didn't I didn't oh. know uh, <laughs> You know, we're just trying trying to keep it current here cuz that's what the Mets are into. It's a rated R team. We're getting we're getting a little crazy. It's like a bachelorette party with these guys. Of course, kid. The uh interesting weekend for the Metropolitans into an interesting week. Of course, the uh the great dildo cape of 2017 is is quickly overshadowed by uh, Matt Harvey being suspended. At this point, we're recording this on a Wednesday. You probably are aware of what happened. T.J. Rivera, the uh, whatever the Mets call it, the king of the night, where they put the guy in the crown that played the best, and they took a picture, and there's a uh, large sex toy in the locker next to uh, T.J. Rivera, uh, Kevin Ploiecki's locker, and then... Uh, you know that's that's the big the big hubbub on Saturday. Then Sunday uh, they announced that Matt Harvey suspended immediately. Everyone thinks that he's responsible for the great dildo caper of 2017, and uh, it turns out he uh, originally they said he was golfing. It turns out he was just out, presumably getting hammered. Yeah, so much to unpack here. I mean, what what a weekend first. I mean, uh, and by the way, we've already beaten the Giants two out of three, but we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, you know, so you get, you get, uh, TJ Rivera, he wins the, the King Award. He's, they dress him up like Prince Tuesday, that little puppet from Mr. Rogers <laughs> neighborhood. God bless. Thank you. Uh, they, they dress him up like Prince Tuesday. They take a little picture and next thing you know, you got a marital aide sitting there in Kevin Plawicki's locker. And, uh, you know, <sighs> I, what, what team has more catchers that have to come out with weird press releases? I mean, you had Piazza years ago coming out saying that, you know, the guy dyed his hair blonde. And everyone said that he was uh, Sam Champion's boyfriend. I mean, you know, no problem if he is. It's 2017. Yeah, worst face. Uh, Handsome man, yeah. Sam Champion. Yeah, great weather guy. But, uh, you know, and then and then now Kevin Plowecki has to put a note out about how this, this, you know, having a giant black sex toy in his locker does not line up with his faith. Okay, uh, Kevin... Earth to Kevin. Uh, not sure how many faiths have have sex toys involved. Uh, maybe one of those weird religions you'd see on like the HBO channels at like eleven thirty at night, in, like a real sex segment. But I, you know, none none that I go to. You bring one of those into the church, you, they, you're gonna you're gonna burst into flames. But uh, so you know, so you got that going on, and then Matt Harvey apparently flips out. He say he sees that uh, Victoria's Secret angel Adriana Lima. She's hanging out with that little five foot six dude from the Patriots that's going to have brain damage uh, for the rest of his life. So they're hanging out while he still knows his name. And Harvey gets all bent out of shape, gets crazy, and he goes where everyone goes when they want to get in trouble. One Oak. That that that's that bar. Like there's just it's a questionable crowd, bro. It's not like Lily Flanagan's where you know what you're going to get. You get some good wings. You go in there, you have a good time. One Oak. Someone's getting stabbed. Someone's getting shot. Someone's getting like a like a twenty dollar vodka soda thrown in their face. He goes there, gets all whacked out, uh, and next thing you know, 
he's sitting there in his pajamas, not showing up to the Met game. Um, you know, and the first thing I thought is that like, you're not getting sympathy from anyone, especially the Mets booth. I mean, how many times did Ronnie and Keith, you know, do do six, seven, ten lines of coke, have a couple of heinies, and and then go play a four o'clock game? You know. I mean, it was just last week that during a game that Keith said for the Sunday day games for, as he said, more than a few times, he would come in and he would skip batting practice and sleep till 1230 on the training table. So, I mean, like, you know, half a life is showing up to work and Matt Harvey was not able to do that. You know, to your point about Edelman, you know, Harvey will get the last laugh because like you said, you know, he'll, he's going to know where he parked his car past the age of 50. Um, but that's besides the point. Um, Harvey one oak. I mean, at a certain point, come on, bro. I mean, can you be, can you be more of a rich guy from Connecticut, going to like, like getting bottles at one oak? Like, it's just a problem, dude. Like, if I could compare it to my my own time at the club, uh, which is you know it, it's been pretty extensive. One oak is like, uh, if you had to compare it to Hofstra bars, it's like the Bogarts. If you remember Bogarts every week, like you're going to Bogarts, yeah, you it might get you know wild. You might have a good time, but at the end of the night, there's always guys with batons and shields coming in, cracking skulls. <laughs> yeah. So like there, you know, you go to Bogarts, you leave before midnight, you might be all right. Otherwise, it never ends well. Um, you know, there's like there's like a million stories from that one oak place. It's all a big mess. So uh, you know, just another poor choice. And then they sent security guards to his house because I don't know if they thought like. If they thought he was dead or, or what they thought, but they showed up there and they said that you know Harvey was in his little SpongeBob pajamas uh, and said he had a bad headache, so he gets suspended, and we have our sacrificial lamb Adam Wilk, who was just uh, sacrificed to John Carlos Stanton, who literally just bludgeoned him all afternoon. Him and that big beard that had jet lag from flying all over America since our AAA teams in Guam. And uh, that was that. So we had a chance to sweep the Marlins, but then we we basically put a, uh, a Little League World Series pitch out there. It didn't work out. Surprise. And, uh, and then we went into the week. And then, so, so what happened next then? Do you, you want to get into the fact that, that Terry Collins started crying because Bartolo Colon texted Harvey? Yeah, I mean, we go. Yeah, I mean, uh, the whole thing continues. And to your point, of course, the Mets had a chance to sweep. They had a chance to sweep earlier today. This being recorded on Wednesday, so they very easily could have been eight and one. You think, if in a potential sense, if Harvey had pitched on Sunday, but we're not here for what ifs. And sure enough, Bartolo Colon did text Harvey. I love that. I mean, by the way, I mean Bart. Like, you know, what what can't this guy do anyway? But uh, <laughs> texting Harvey. Uh, that seemed to light a fire of sorts under Matt. So we'll see. I mean, Terry was was uh, emotional. Uh, you wonder if they they miss kind of like a. I mean, they're playing well. I mean, the last week or so, but with Cologne gone and and Wright not playing, you know, is there a leadership void of some kind? Not to sound like a real WFAN caller <laughs> when I ask this, but what do you think about that? I mean, I'll tell you something. Uh... A guy that's had his own troubles, Jose Reyes, didn't seem too pleased with uh, Mr. Harvey. And uh, our guy, the guy we apologized last week to, uh, the king of the pompadours, Jay Bruce, he said, too, he's like, hey, you got to you gotta get your act together, right? You know, we we counting on you. We got this Adam Wilk guy. He looks like uh, 
He looks like a, a roadie for the Zach Brown band. He's throwing throwing a bunch of junk and smashed all over the yard. And we can't have this crap. I, I work too hard. You know, I, uh, I'm trying to support my kids. So uh, I, I'm paraphrasing, but that's more or less what he said. Um, and, you know, I think, yeah, I think David Wright would usually slam Harvey up against the wall and be like, listen, buddy, not in my house. But, you know, there's risk of David further injuring himself if he gets that stern. So I don't think that's good for anybody. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, what I would love to see is whether or not, A, Bartolo, they had to run Bartolo's text through Google Translator because he <laughs> classically, which is very smart, and Harvey should have done this from the beginning, he definitely knows good English, but he still goes the translator route because that, that keeps people away from you which is a super smart thing to do, uh, in my opinion. And secondly, um, I think that, you know, I mean, why is Terry Collins crying over the text? I mean, you know, it, I mean, it seems like Harvey's apology to the team turned into a full-blown AA meeting where, you know, they're giving out, like, stars and pins and stuff, and everyone's, like, clapping and hugging so I don't know what's going on, but it sounds pretty wild, and I hope Harvey can get it together. Uh, you know, I mean, the, the Bartolo text basically said, get it together. Adriana Lima is going to be there well after Julian Edelman is uh, in Depends. You could scoop her right back up, and uh, it'll, be, it'll be no problem. So I think if I'm Matt Harvey, I'm sending an edible arrangement to both of Bartolo's families just as a thank you. And, uh, you know, you move on and you pitch from there. You know, the guy that needs a night out at 1-0 is Terry Collins. I mean, holy hell. I mean, the stress. I mean. Oh, Terry Collins at 1-0. Terry Collins is, is going to end up like, he goes to 1-0. He, he's ending up on a curb on 13th Street with a needle in his arm. That guy, <laughs> you don't want to start with that guy. <laughs> uh, he's got to gotta hang out with Bob Kraft, you know. Uh, that's a weird reference. Anyway. Uh, as we went there, we talked about the Mets playing against the Giants. Familiar blow in the game uh, today in the ninth. But that being said, six and three in their last nine, taking every series by two games to three. Uh, playing some good baseball. TJ Rivera has been hitting over the month of May. He's got twelve hits and thirty at bats. He's driven in seven runs so far in May. Conforto and Jay Bruce are both hitting pretty consistently, and, and this Mets team is staying afloat with Yohannes Cespedes and. You know, we talk as, you know, we have to talk about all the things going on off the field. This Mets team is playing pretty well on the field, especially with the bats. Yeah, unbelievable. I mean, that's the thing that people are missing here is that, you know, through it all, through all the drama, um, you know, this team's winning. You know, it's like when a guy in your union, get, he fails a piss test, but you guys still manage to, to finish uh, – that jackhammering project in, in, in less than the five allotted days. You do it in three, and no one gives you credit because everyone's worked up about the guy who, uh, you know, didn't didn't buy pee like the rest of us. <laughs> so I, uh, I'd say that's the closest comparison to the New York Mets right now. Like, everyone's not seeing the forest through the trees. They are winning ballgames. They have won, I think, four series in a row. We're playing very beatable teams coming up. Got the Brewers, got the Angels, got the Diamondbacks. I mean, you know, things are looking up. And slowly but surely, people are going to start getting healthy. I already hear I, I hear Grandpa Matt's dusting off his jersey already. It's going to be at City Field before you know it. 
I love it, kid. And the Mets heading out to Milwaukee. They're going to be off tomorrow. By the time you listen to this, most likely Thursday. Or if you listen to this Friday, they're playing tonight. Uh, Mets 5-2 and two last year against the Brewers. Milwaukee fourth in the league in run scores. Still have a very potent offense. Still have to see that scumbag Ryan Braun. Uh, you know, take a hike, Ryan Braun. Go fly a kite. No one likes you, you Miami bro. Uh, Marcus Timms, one of the best stories in baseball. He had his 13th home run of the season earlier tonight. Definitely a guy who upped his protein intake in the offseason and, and really just started doing a lot more deadlifts, really started working out the core, and all of a sudden he's hit 13 home runs. Yeah, the only thing I like about Ryan Braun is his affliction shirt. That was really cool. Uh, used to get a lot of compliments from that during the UFC fights at Wild Wings. So, But otherwise, I mean, Ryan Braun can go uh, – can go jump off a bridge for all I care. I mean, that guy is, he's a big cheater. And uh, if you're going to cheat, do it right. You know what I mean? Like, don't get caught like nine times. So, uh, <laughs> great job, Brian Braun. Um, you know, and then, yeah, this guy, this guy, Tim's, let me tell you something. He is just legit. This guy's, this guy's by the book, just a sweet swing. Uh, you know, he's, he's just like, he's like a, a big poppy Ortiz for, for the Midwest. It's like a little Milwaukee big, big poppy. So, uh, you know, I don't, I, you know, he's striking out a lot now, and I couldn't have seen this coming. I can't believe that a guy that hit that hit like forty home runs in April, after coming over from China, uh, I can't believe he started a slump like this. I mean, you know, I, I picked him up on every fantasy team. Um, you know, I wrote some articles about him from my from my blog that I show my family. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's really surprising. So I, I'm, I'm still scared of this guy though. Um, you know, maybe he wants to double up on the protein powder, a little more myoplex. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe you do it with whole milk instead of water. That's something I do sometimes and a little energy boost. Um, but yeah, scary guy. So can't sleep on him, especially with, uh, with our pitching staff, a little battered and a guy like the jizz man pitching on Saturday. Yeah, so Gasselman against Davies on Saturday, but first Friday, Matt Harvey versus Matt Garza. I feel like I've been seeing Matt Garza and his terrible goatee for years. Uh, but interesting game for Harvey. Miller Park is not an easy place to pitch in. we got to deal with that creep, Bernie Brewer. Like, like I said, you know, a guy with a mustache that, that hangs out in full uniform and slides down a slide, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if that guy's allowed uh, 200 feet within elementary schools, if you catch my drift. Oh yeah, Bernie Brewer is not going anywhere near elementary schools. I mean, I'm surprised. I'm surprised we don't show up to the park uh, in Milwaukee and they have they have uh, the promotions sit on Bernie Brewer's lap day while he goes down the slide. You know, I mean, that's that's just one of those things. Like the guy is just he's inherently creepy. He's got that disgusting mustache. It's like way too blonde. It's like yellow. You know, like it's like I don't know, man. I, I don't know what to say about Bernie Brewer. Good beer, but. Um, let me let me just put this in perspective for everyone. When's the last time you saw an adult go down a slide and then not go to jail a little while later? I, Think I, about it. I'm with you. Do the math. I'm with you, but again, not a great park to pitch in. Uh, the worry with Matt is the wheels could come off. But you know, a glass half full, Mister Optimism over here, is that Harvey's got a, a lipper in the size of the state of Texas in his left his uh, left lip. And he goes out there and he throws seven innings of shutout ball. So, so we'll see. How, how do you think the kid responds? And when I say the kid, I mean uh, a grown man, Matt Harvey. Oh, I thought you meant the kid that's being uh, accosted by Bernie Brewer. 
<laughs> because yeah, that kid's not going to that, that kid's not going to respond well. <laughs> yeah, but in general, how do I think the the kid is going to do Matt Harvey? Uh, you know, there's nothing that gets me more fired up for anything than just taking a shot of Jack and then shoving some skull right into my lip. Uh, usually, I don't even know where I am. So hopefully, Harvey goes that route. That's Tuesday. Gets out there. Yeah, that's exactly. That's just a normal day for me. So. I think he's going to respond well. He, I mean, even though the guy is a lunatic, a jealous boyfriend, and a terrible decision maker, I think he's going to go out there and twirl seven strong. You know, I mean, he kind of does well under under pressure and and works well when you know if he's healthy. Adversity doesn't bother this kid, so I'm expecting him to go out there and uh, make it a, a much happier Friday night than Cinco de Mayo was. What do you think? I'm in the same boat. I, uh, I'm cautiously optimistic in this one. Garza's really bad. I mean, he's I, – I can't believe he's still in the major leagues. But uh, I, think, I think they're in good shape Friday night coming off the rest of – you know, they, they had a day game today, probably flying out to Milwaukee tonight. Uh, they're going to have a day off tomorrow. A couple of guys could be able to – would have been nice if they won today. would have been a great plane ride. But – Metropolitans have a chance to cut loose. I think they come out with some energy Friday night and get the W. However, I cannot say the same for Saturday. I was was and, and still am the president of the Robert Gesellman fan club, but he's going against Kyle Davies on Saturday. I hate this game. I know it already. Saturday, Miller Park. This is the ultimate like Brewers 13, Mets 8 uh, game where Braun hits like th- two home runs. It, like It's the Brewers are going to score 10-plus runs in this game. I would, uh, If you were a gambling man, I would bet your daughter's uh, college fund on it. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> the, the old daughter's college fund. <laughs> That's when it gets serious, folks, on this show, at least. And uh, I agree, though. I mean, the jizz man, I don't think he's got much in the tank for Saturday. It just doesn't – Milwaukee's not a part that suits him based on this year. Uh, he hasn't pitched tremendously well. Uh, I do think he's very talented. I do think he could pitch well this season. I am with you. I am uh, a very big Robert Giselman fan, but I see a lot of I see a lot of uh, this move going on where like he whips his neck around and his hair flops all over his face. Like his hair is just going to look like it's going to look like one of those uh, those spinning brushes at a at a car wash. That's how many times he's going to be looking over the fence. His head's just going to snap back over and over again. So uh, I'm I'm giving Saturday to the Brewers and hoping we could take two or three again. And then Sunday we get one of our favorite times that we see during Mets season. We get day day game Degrom. The only thing that Jake Degrom likes more than taking Geico's money is pitching in day games. From 2014 to 2016, Jacob Degrom 15 and three in day games. With an, with an ERA of 1.56. So in three years, he's lost an average of one game a year in day games. Uh, he's typically lights out for whatever reason he likes uh, when the sunlight is out. So hopefully the roof is open in there in Milwaukee, and he's doing work. Yeah, i got to ask you a question. Are you at that point yet? Is it warm enough yet where you can sit there on the couch and just like a – just like a wife beater with the window open to try and, you know, to try and feel like you're outside of the day game, but you're really watching all day? Yeah, I mean, it's it's great. You don't have to have the AC on yet. We're, we're in that weird that weird stage where it's actually like some people think it's too cold, and I think it's great because I don't sweat on the subway. That's kind of how I, that's kind of how I gauge everything. 
Exactly. And then you, you sit there, you have a hot dog on the couch. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you go out, maybe you like, you know, if you're really lazy, you just open the window and just grill out the window with one of like the small <laughs> portable Webbers. <laughs> it's get, next level get, stuff. Yeah, you get one of those at Costco. Like it, I, you know, I would just like to avoid going outside at all costs if I don't have to, you know. But I do like to still feel like I'm tailgating, like I'm a part of the game. And Sunday during the day, there's nothing to do. So, uh, you know, that'll probably be me. Probably get out there. A couple of the boar's heads. Don't get the skinless dogs. Got to get the ones with the skin on them. If you're going to eat a hot dog, go all the way. Don't be a little, uh, a little bitch about it. So uh, just a little tip there about lunch. And uh, hopefully, hopefully Degrom gets out there and does his thing. I mean, the guy struck out eleven the other day. What I really want to see this weekend from Harvey and Degrom, Giselleman. I mean, if it happens, miraculous. But I want to see our pitchers go like into the sixth, maybe even the seventh, because right now, like these relief pitchers are all on the uh, Pedro Feliciano plan. Where eventually your arm just explodes and you disappear off the face of the earth. Yeah, I agree 100%, kid. Eventually they're going to have to go out and get some help for the bullpen. It's definitely something we'll have to talk about uh, on a later show as we get closer to the deadline. Hopefully Dom Smith's name is not involved or Mr. No. Rosario as well. But but all in all, just a, another eventful week in Mets baseball. The great dildo caper of 2017 all the way to some winning baseball, heading off to Milwaukee, and, uh, you know, this team every single week giving us more stories. Yeah, and that's, you know, it's probably the most interesting week uh, of Mets baseball I could think of in a long time, and that's saying something because most weeks are pretty interesting. But, uh, you know, that's about it. So we got this Milwaukee series coming up. I can't wait. And if you're going out to the game, if for some reason you find yourself in Milwaukee, uh, you know, if there's a guy – with a yellow mustache that says you can come tailgate in his van, don't do it. That's that's Bernie. That's Bernie stay away. Yeah, stay away. He's a, he's a creep, and he should be on a sex offender list. So uh, with that, uh, you know, talk to us on Twitter or don't talk to us. We're gonna tweet anyway, so you can't you don't control us. And uh, and that's it. Well, well, anything you got anything else, Tommy? That's it for me, kid. All right, well, uh, Tommy and I are going to go out now and, and grab some wings at Croxley's and talk about how great the show was. So we'll, uh, we'll catch you later. Let's go Mets. Yeah, hey, fellas, this is Chris from New Hyde Park. First time, long time. Hi, this is Bob from Greenpoint. First time, long time here. Yeah. Hey guys, this is Audie Bevilacqua from Hapog. First time, long time.